Content provided in this podcast is for general information purposes only. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect that of the Mississauga Board of Trade. During this rapid moving COVID-19 pandemic, organizations were faced with a unique set of challenges summed up in one word, uncertainty. In such a situation, CXOs or chief experience officers played a central role in navigating the crisis and are now preparing for a post-pandemic world. To help us with the conversation is Joe Jose. Joe is the Executive Vice President at HCL Technologies. Welcome, Joe. Nice to be here, David. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, Joe, uh, first of all, I mean, we, uh, we look at the, the roles of the CEO, the CXO, and the COO, and, and some of them seem to uh, overlap. How do, you, how do you define broadly the difference between those three roles? If you look at uh, the CXO layer, whether it's the chief financial officer, the chief executive officer, the chief information officer, or the chief operations officer, they all play a part in what's happening in the business, whether it is setting up the IT infrastructure to support the business, whether it is running operations at the CEO level, whether it's managing the financial controls at the CFO level, or general executive operations from the CEO level. Everything is tightly integrated. So the challenges that we face today in the world, whether it is supply chain issues or rapid transformation that is required at digitization layer for the IT, or setting up the shop to be able to work more remotely. I think everybody has a part to play and their roles kind of merge in a way. So everybody is integrated in the decision-making and everybody has a part to play. Oh, Joe, when we look at some of the challenges that are facing uh, CXOs, it sounds like when, I, when I'm talking to CEOs, they're the same challenges. So how does the CXO uh, approach these challenges differently than a CEO would? So if we take... Uh, you know, we look at uh, managing escalating costs, of course, with supply chain disruptions uh, globally. We've, uh, we see in inflation going. There's a prediction for the U.S. to have a 6% inflation rate. Bank of Canada is uh, wrestling with how to, uh, how to uh, get inflation under control back to 2%. So when, when we look at those two roles, that's a CEO problem. Uh, but how does the CXO approach that differently? Yeah, I'll talk of it from an IT perspective and the CXO, CIO rather facing that. So, and Canada is not immune to this. We've seen escalating cost of operations as a number one business concern for executives, uh, according to the IDC top executive study recently done as well. And CIOs face a dual challenge of helping their respective lines of business, their stakeholders manage cost of operations while also dealing with cost increases within the IT department. And, and uh, also um, uh, on the CIO and CXO checklist would also be organizational data. You know, we talk about uh, security for data. We talk about, you know, the protection, um, uh, the, uh, the, the things that are happening in the IT world or in the security of IT is, is rampant. So how does the CXO get involved in securing that organizational data? Yeah, security was already an increasing challenge and focus of CIOs pre-COVID. Unfortunately, the pandemic has only worsened the situation and organizations are facing more frequent data breaches and cybersecurity incidents. 
the executives in our top executive study that we interviewed with the customers told us that security is a top IT concern in supporting the organizations in 2021 mainly. A recent IDC Canada study revealed that Canadian organizations on average experienced three security breaches in the public cloud environments within the past year. And that's what we are aware of. Imagine what we are not aware of. CIOs need to be actively involved in risk management, security planning, governance, and compliance across both on-premise and cloud environments. And many companies uh, pre-COVID were, uh, I mean, big companies, of course, were talking about digitization and, and how they were going to uh, move their business forward through digitization. Uh, now, through through COVID and through the pandemic and post-pandemic, it's almost like that uh, digitization now needs to take um, more of a, a, a lead role in what companies need to do in order to move their business forward. So, so how are CIOs and CXOs dealing with that accelerated digitization? Now, they've had to transform fast, and CIOs moved swiftly early in the pandemic to adapt to the demands of new digital capabilities and services uh, to be relevant and to be existing in the environment as well. Many projects were implemented in record time. Uh, they continue to accelerate the rate of change, and that's pushing the IT teams to the limit. In fact, 75% of the IT executives told IDC that technology is changing faster than it can be effectively managed. That's something that they have to deal with. Uh, Joe, in your particular profession, as with other professions, we are uh, looking at talent shortages and uh, skills gaps. Um, it, you know, I'm, I, as I as I think about the IT world and I think about that tech, technological world, we think about what we've done over the last couple of years as far as Zoom calls, like we're on today, uh, doing this uh, doing this segment. Um, does that help the skills shortage and talent management in your particular uh, industry and in your particular profession? Because really, uh, someone in the IT world can work from anywhere uh, around the around the globe. So, is it a global talent shortage, and and what's the plan to shore it up? Yeah. So, if you look at three years ago, the estimated IT skills gap was about forty-seven thousand FTEs in uh, Canada. The pandemic hit and drove that demand for digital skills up sharply. So the quality of skill, the type of skills change. Today, the business community is feeling the pain of the labor market constraints, modernized training programs, the cross-pollination of digital skills into other departments, and the diversity and inclusion programs are crucial in attracting, reskilling, and retaining talent. And that is the need of the hour. CIOs also need to take a hard look at what skills need to remain in-house versus those that can be outsourced to trusted partners because they can't do everything together inside their house. So when you when we're talking about that uh, global uh, the global organization and the global workforce, does this make it easier for you to recruit talent because they don't have to be in Canada or they don't have to be in the UK? Where you happen to be, or uh, you know, working, and I know HCL is a is a global organization. So, does that make it easier for you? Yeah, it does. It does, and it does not, because the paradigm has shifted. So, initially, organizations were uh, were very concerned about having the skills close to them, and so on. And that that paradigm has changed, and people are more flexible to having the skills work anywhere from the world. But that adds another dimension of liability in terms of work 
uh, liability in terms of tax and other government and legal regulations that come into play. So we have to work within the boundaries of those dimensions and, and it's an evolving world. So the organizations are uh, finding it out uh, through the path uh, of journey. Well, I know your governments uh, need to catch up with that because when you have people working in other jurisdictions, you know, who pays the tax on the uh, on the income. Uh, finally, uh, return to work plans, of course, have, have uh, now been interrupted with the latest variant, the Omicron variant. A lot of companies are saying, well, we're just going to delay it another month or two months and see what's uh, going to happen um, with uh, in the CIO world uh, is the return to work that uh, much different because, again, we've learned to work um, remotely and people seem to be enjoying it. Yeah, that is true. And that also the paradigm has shifted. People were old school in having everybody come to the office and that changed. And it's proven, the pandemic has proven that everybody is able to work effectively, in fact, much more productively uh, from home. But from Organization's perspective, return to office was well underway for many Canadian organizations and they have to, have to take a step back with the recent uh, surge in the Omicron uh, uh, Delta variant and so on. And you'll see that uh, even organizations like TD, Dejardin Group or CIBC, some of the large companies have delayed their plans and are looking at 2022 uh, for return to office for most of their employees. Uh, return to office continues to be a moving target. And as you see, the world is changing and evolving around us and it continues to be a moving challenge. And that challenge, especially for the CIO, is even more critical because he has to continue to work around critical applications and services that they are not interpret, especially manage workloads and having to work around work location changes. This puts additional pressure on the CIOs and the IT teams to get foundations right, including network architecture, application performance, management, and obviously security. We've been in conversation with Joe Jose. Joe is the Executive Vice President with AGL Technologies. Joe, thanks for being with us. Thank you. Thank you, David.